morning, good morning, let's get started. These are very big dafim, so um, I'm going to have to talk extra fast. Okay. No question today. Can anybody open his mouth? Uh, no, tape, right? Open your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me, it's for the rest of Oh, we brought tape for that. That's yeah. I know my perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. I know. Okay. Okay, no question. No mention. Oh. Oh. All right. So, first of all, yesterday's daf was daf nun hey. Today is daf nun vav. We're going to start off a little ways back on daf nun dalad amid And hopefully, we'll get uh, through to or at least most of today's daf. It's also again a big, a big daf. And we are learning Lili Nishmas from Abashmol Shimon. And also we're having in mind Gita Bas Chaya Rachel and Amy Bas Dvorah for Fosh Lema. Okay. And um, with that, let, all, plus all those who need it. Okay. Um, so, what did we learn yesterday? We talked about the, um, I think, we got up to the... Did we make it to the wall of Yericho, or was uh, it no. no, a little further back? No, the stone of Moshe Rabbeinu. That's why. Yeah, that's, that's where it was, right? The stone of Moshe Rabbeinu is where we started. What? Sorry, that's about the marker. That's what I stopped. Amar of Yehuda, Amar of Arbat That's where it was. Yeah. Right. So, well, that's, no, but that's, uh, yeah, right, okay, fine. Right, so that was, uh, toward, okay, so Rabbi Yudah said in him, Rav, that there are four people that need to thank, um, thank the Rabbi Shalalam that need to bench Goymel. And uh, it's all, one capital of Tehillim that goes through all these, th- all these four things, and they are those that go to the sea, uh, those that go, um, uh, that go in the desert, those that are are sick and they get better, and also those that come out of jail. So, if you look through the psukim, it describes the experiences of going to sea, uh, getting tossed about like a shikar, like a like a drunkard, and they cry out to Hashem, and He saves them, and it ends off with Yodol Hashem Chazdo. We thank Hashem for His kindness. The Olchemid Baros also, it talks about Toba Midbar Bishimon Derech, which is also a referencing what you get lost in the desert, there's no way to find your way, and how you cry out to Hashem, and he's Yadrichem Bidar to find their way out of the desert, because um, you could easily get lost, everything looks the same, there's very little markers, and uh, this is a big problem in traveling in the desert. Anyway, and uh, sure enough, they made it out. And again, Yodu Lashem Chazdo. Somebody who was sick and got better, it's also Pasuk. Um, it says, Yisanu, and it says, Ochel all food was no good for them, and that's what happens when you're sick. And they also called out Tashem in their pain. He sends his word and heals them. And what does it end off with? Yodu Lashem Chazdo. So that's the third. And the fourth of Chavash Bebeis Asurin also talks about the person who's sitting in the darkness in the shadow of death. That's like a jail, you're in a dark cell. And because they rebelled against the word of God, and then they were humbled, they cried out to Hashem, and He took them from the darkness out. And, they, and what does it end off? Yodol Hashem Chasto. So that's the sources for the four places, four scenarios where a person needs to bench Gomel, needs to make a special 
blessing. So what is the blessing of Agomel? So Reviud explains it's Baruch Gomel Chatzotim Tovim. Abai says that it needs a minion of ten. As the Pasuk says, Viromimuhu Bekal Om. Barzutra says that not only that, but two out of the ten need to be rabbis. Because it says, Vemoshav Zikinim, which is minimum two, Yaluluhu. So Rav Ashi asks, how do you know that it's not all rabbis? Maybe they all need to be rabbis. So he says, no, because it says, Bekal Zikinim. It doesn't say Bekal Zikinim, it says Bekal Om. So the Kahal <coughs> just needs to be an Om. Now, the Gemara says, maybe... Um, so the Gemara says, maybe you need 12 people. You need Moshe Bekal Am, that's one, that's 10 regular folk, and then it's Moshe Zkenim in addition to that. So um, so that's the, that's the Kasha. The Gemara says, you know what, that is a good question. It doesn't give an answer. We brought a story where reviewed it was sick and he got better, and uh, Rav Chana Badakto and the rabbis came to visit him, and they made a bracha that he didn't die, and he says, oh, now I'm Yotze, my need to say, Berchad Penshin Gomel. I, you need a minion of ten? There was a minion of ten. I, he didn't say anything, but if he answered Amen to their bracha, that counts. That took us to the next topic, which is that there are three that need extra protection. They are a sick person, a chason, and a kala. And, um, um, and uh, some say, <laughs> some add on um, uh, Chaya as well, a woman who gave birth, and some people add on also Tamida Chachamim in the nighttime. And the idea is either um, that uh, they need special. There, there's uh, there, somebody's sick. There's some. There's uh, their mazel is weak, so they're more susceptible to attacks, and. Um, and a chasen akala and or a tamar chacham, there might be people who are jealous, and that also creates a susceptibility, and therefore they need extra protection. Next, we talked about the three things that lengthen a man's life: somebody who davens longer, um, somebody who has a long meal, and somebody who spends a long time in the bathroom. Okay. Um, so somebody, uh, so but the question is, is that it's not good to have a long davening because uh, we quoted a quoted a quote from Rabbi Yochanan, somebody who lengthens his davening and his ma'ayin buzz is going to come to cave Lev, is not going to be satisfied because even though he da- he expects that he's going to get answered and 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 it doesn't work out always that way. Sometimes the answer is no. So, um, so, and uh, not only that, but Rabbi Yitzhak says that there are three things that remind Hashem of our sins. One of them is sitting in a dangerous place underneath a, a wall that looks like it's about to fall. Iyun tefillah, which means that we expect results from a prayer. And Moser din al-chaber So, Iyun tefillah is not a good thing. So, the Gemara says, if you're ma'ayin ba, that's one thing, that's bad. But if it's lo ma'ayin ba, and meaning you're just increasing, you're just davening a lot, but not, not presenting any expectations at all, just pro, praying to God straight, that is a positive. Now, what's the advantage of having a long meal? That a poor man will come and you'll be able to take care of him. And that's the Pasuk that uh, we see in Cheskel, that we starts in the Pasuk talking about an altar, and then it says, this is the Shulchan of the Hashem. Well, which is it? If it's the altar, it's not the Shulchan. The answer is, is that when there's a base of Mikdash, the way we get our torment is from the Mizbeach. But when there's no base of Mikdash, it's our table our, that we host guests and we serve people who need a meal. That is the way that we gain our atonement 
and that's uh, and that's the and, and therefore it's mechaper. Okay. Next is the base hakise. So the Gemara says, since when is that a good thing? That's one of the ten things that can bring a person to hemorrhoids, um, and they are somebody who eats the um, the reeds, um, the the leaves of reeds or bamboo leaves, or um, eats uh, um, grape leaves. Or uh, buds of the, of the of the grape, or ridged uh, uh, meat, or the spine of a fish, or salted fish that wasn't fully cooked, drinks the sediments of the wine. Um, somebody who wipes himself with uh, with, with a seed, which is like a lime, or uh, um, or um, a, a piece of earthenware, a pottery shard. Or uh, one that was that somebody else used, or somebody who pushes himself in the, in the restroom too much, so they can lead to hemorrhoids. So it's one of the ten things that lead to hemorrhoids. And where it says it depends. If you're pushing, then that's a problem. But if you're just sitting and making sure that you're fully relieved, then that's actually a good thing. And that's a story with this um, gent- noble woman that uh, said to Rabbi Rabbi "Your face looks like you." Uh, Raise uh, that you're uh, that you're in the hog business, and uh, you lend or you lend with interest because you have a lot of money without working hard. Okay, um, the the pigs eat garbage and uh, they get fatter. So you're making money from nothing. You know what I'm saying? That's the idea, basically. Anyway, um, so he said, you know, listen. To be, truth be told, neither of those businesses are really acceptable for Jewish people. But I will tell you the reason why I look so handsome, and that is that there's 24 bathrooms around, from my, from my host place to the base medrash, and when I go there, I check each of them, meaning I make sure to relieve myself leave fully. You leave something in every I leave business. I make. I give business to everybody. That's in that business. Okay. There are three things that shorten a person's life. And that is, uh, if a person is giving a Sefer Torah to read and he doesn't read, a person is given a cultural brach and he doesn't bench, and somebody who puts himself up in a, poor, in a haughty position. Um, so the reading um, a Sefer Torah Likros and doesn't read it, that's because the Pasuk says, If you want long life, so then you read the Torah, so you don't refuse to read it. Cultural bracha, because it says, that God will bless those who bless them. So if you're given the chance to give a blessing, mm-hmm. so you should take that opportunity because that will grant you blessing. And the last one is uh, somebody who leads, puts himself in a leadership position. And that was the story with Yosef that who died before all of his brothers. Okay. Three things you need a special mercy for to have a good king, to have a good year, and to have a good dream. A good king is a pasuk. We quoted a pasuk to that. A good year, we quoted a pasuk for that as well. And a good dream as well. Next, we saw Rabbi Yochanan said there are three things that Hashem Himself proclaims, and they are: He calls to the famine, He calls to satiation, to to a good year, and He also calls for a new leader. And we give examples from the pasuk says by famine, Kikara Hashem Larav. It says by 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 uh, good by wealth. It says that I that God He called to the grain very basic and they increased it. And Panas Tov is because when B'tzalel was chosen, he told Moshe, Karasi B'Shem B'tzalel, I called it B'tzalel. It's very interesting that that's this week's 
Torah portion. We're talking about uh, uh, talking about the building. Okay, well, coming up. We don't mention Bitzalo this week, but until not till Kisisa, but whatever. The point being is that um, what his activity was, we see here. So, um, and uh, that's what we, that's what we saw. Also, is that in, when it comes to putting a leader, um, we always are supposed to be nimlach betibur. You don't foist it upon them. You give them the opportunity to choose. And uh, that's what it says. See, Karashem b'shem tzala. And uh, meaning, Hashem said to Moshe, "What do you think of b'tzala?" And he says, "What do you mean? If it's good for you, it's good for me." So he says, "Still, go tell the bnei Israel." So he told the bnei Israel, "What do you think of b'tzala?" And they said, "Also, if it's good for God and for you, then it's good for me, us too." Okay. But the point being is, is it's still a pro- proper protocol to give them the opportunity to buy in to the uh, to, to him being a leader. And we find that, that about Bitzalel that he was called Bitzalel because of his tremendous wisdom. Because when Hashem said to Moshe, tell Bitzalel, make for me a Mishkan, Aaron and Kalim. So Moshe messed up the order and said, make an Aaron, Kalim and a Mishkan. And he said, look, you know, in, in the way of the world, uh, you first build your house, then you put stuff in it. You don't first buy stuff and then have no place to put it. It's illogical, right? And then, and then you have to build a house, and then we're going to keep your stuff. It doesn't make sense. So maybe Hashem told you the other way around, that first make the Mishkan, then the Aaron and Kalim. And he says, you know what, maybe you were in the shadow of Hashem that you actually knew what I what he told me, because that's exactly as he said. Um, also, Rabbi Yudasenim of Rav, that Betel was an expert in Sefer Yitzira. He knew how to combine the letters to create, as uh, the letters that Hashem created the world with, as the Pazik says, Vayimali also Ruach Elokim Bechachma Betuna Das. And we see that Hashem created the world with also Chachma, Tvuna, and Das. Next we saw Rabbi says that Kadesh Baruch Hu, um, gives wise, wisdom to those that are already wise. And it's a Pazik, Yav Chachma Salach Hakimin, O Mandal Yadebina. Um, Rav, uh, and uh, basically, Rav Tachlifa. Um, uh, said it over, and they said, "You know what? We have another pasuk." Rabbi Vo said, "I have another pasuk for that, because it says, 'Over kol chacham In the heart of all the wise ones, I gave wisdom. So they were already wise, and then God gives additional wisdom. Next, we saw is about dreams. It says that a dream is uh, better. Um, you know, not be- that you should uh, you should have a good dream. Dreams that you shouldn't have to fast for." Because a, a dream that you have to fast for is achinvei, it's, sh- it's terrible. Now, Rabbi Chizda says that a, a, a non-interpreted dream is like a letter that's not read, and therefore it has no effect. Rabbi Chizda says, um, no dream is perfect in its fulfillment. So a good dream is never perfectly fulfilled, and a bad dream is never perfectly fulfilled in bad. Um, also, a bad dream is actually better than a good dream, says Rabbi Chizda, uh, because... By a bad dream, the, the sadness that the dream creates and the worry is itself fixes the person up. And, um, and a good dream, it's the other way around. The joy that you have from having such a good dream is already means that you've got, you got your thing already. That's, that's, your, that, that's all you get. So um, anyway, that's the story. Rabbi Yosef said that even a good dream, even for me, who's blind, it's um, it's uh, the the joy is uh, takes away the fulfillment of that dream. Um, Rav Chizda says a bad dream is worse than lashes, and we quoted up because that uh, like it's literally like getting punished. 
Rabbi Baruchana said that in the name of Rabbi Yochan, that's a bad dream. Now, um, we said that if uh, Pasuk, that if an, the Navi who had with him a, a dream, should share in that dream. And, uh, and it mentions, and it says in the Pasuk, compares, it compares the dream to, to the grain. question is, what does the dream have to do with grain? So the Gemara explains that uh, just like uh, the grain, every grain has also the part that's not going to be used, the, the chaff, and has the, uh, the, the stalks that you don't eat, so too, every dream has parts of it that are, mean, that are meaningless, that are not me- meaningful. And, uh, and that's what he's saying, even if a dream is partially fulfilled, it's never going to be fully fulfilled, and we learned that from Yosef, because he says, Hashemesh v'yareach, and it wasn't the moon, because his mother was already passed away. When he went to the siblings, the mother passed away, his mother passed away when he was very young. That was Rachel died when childbirth Boy, with Binyamin. Okay, so um, Reb Levi says that a person needs to uh, wait for a dream to be fulfilled. It, sometimes it takes some time, and that's why if you do the Cheshben, it took 22 years for... Um, Yosef to have his dream fulfilled that his family will bow to him because he was 17 when he had the dream there were um, he was 30 when he became king so that's 13 years oh, and then there were 7 years of plenty where he uh, where nothing happened and then the 2 years of famine when finally the brothers came and bowed down to him and his father bowed down to him and that was already 22 years later um, he had nine, 13 plus 9 so that's 22 Okay, anyway, we also saw uh, um, Rav Huna said that to a good person, he never gets a good dream, and a bad person never gets a bad dream. Because it's the, the bad dream is an easy way, a cheap way to have a person um, get, you know, get sort Better. of punishment, get punishment to increase, to improve himself. And that's what we say about David HaMelech, he never had a good dream. And Achitofel, uh, who was a bad person, he never had a bad dream because all his dreams were good. So he got his reward in this world. Um, and uh, Rav Chizda said in the name of Yirmiya Bar Abba, um, I we had a question on this because the pasuk says Lo suuna We we talk about referring to dreams, so that it's a bad thing to have a bad dream. Um, and you're telling me it's a good thing. Okay, that so we quoted. What the Pasuk is talking about is, number one, not to have bad dreams, and, and number two, that you shouldn't find your wife as a Suffolk Nida when you come, come back from a trip. So it must be that uh, he did not have the dream, but others had the dream. So the Gemara says, well, if he didn't have a dream, that's even worse. That means he didn't have a good dream, and he didn't have a bad dream. That means he had no dream. Well, that we learned from Rabzi Ira that anybody who sleeps seven nights without a dream is considered a bad person. As the Pasuk says, even though it says Visava Yalimbal we translate say that it means Sheva. Sleeping seven nights without a dream, um, that is uh, that, that's a that's a very bad sign. Um, I do re- recall, I don't mention this yesterday, but I do recall the Vilnagon says that it, it, it is another meaning of that verse, in case people don't dream, so I don't know, it shouldn't feel bad. It means they always have to dream, meaning that kind of dream of like you know, to want something, you know, uh, and uh, don't go seven days without some, you know, thinking, uh, thinking big mm-hmm. of uh, accomplishing something. If you, you got well, to have a dream. If you don't have a dream, how you can have a dream come true? Exactly. There you go. That's not a voluntary thing. 
Right, but it's a bad sign. That's all we're saying. So, but the point being is that there is a there is a type of dream that is that is up to you. That means that you have something that you want a goal that you want to achieve in life. You know, that's your dream. My dream is to one day be a master shas. So there you go. You know, that's my dream. That's also a dream. You understand? But don't let seven days go without one or you know one wanting that. Right, exactly. That's the idea. Okay. You're ready, master. It's, uh, it's, okay. It's, there you go. There's different levels. Okay. All right. Ravuna Barami said in the name of if you see a dream and you're really sad about it, so there's uh, what you do is you get it interpreted by three. So where it says interpret it, don't you think it's better to not interpret a dream at all? It should be uh, so uh, because it's like it won't have any negative effect. So it's not being interpreted, but made good. And that's what it means. You go to three people. And you tell them, I had a good dream. And they say back, yes, it was good. And there's a whole process, and it's in the back of the Sidorim. It's called the Tavas Chalom. And you go to th- three friends of yours, and that's what you do, that process. And it goes back and forth. It should be good. It is good. It should be good. And there's three psukim that they say about that, of, of Hashem switching things around, opposite. So even from bad, he flipped it around to being good. And the three psukim dealing with redemption, that a person was in a bad situation, he was redeemed from it. And there's three psukim dealing with peace that are quoted over there. Okay, and we quoted which uh, which of these psukim they are. Okay, and then that is, I believe, um, where we got up to. And um, we're going to take it from here. Let me just uh, stop for a second. Okay. 